It's time! Drew Doherty and John Harris have their white coats and their goggles on, and they're ready to talk Texans in a different sort of way. Uh, let's go in the lab. In the lab, this is. That is correct. My name's Drew Doherty with my good pal John Harris. Always great to see you, John. And what if I told you that the Texans would be plus one in a game? <laughs> They'd rush for nearly 180 yards in a game. Would you think they'd win? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we did that last week. Of. That's the, and my point is, that <laughs> is the wacky game of football. You never know. You just never, ever, ever know. Especially when you're playing that crew uh-huh. up in their building. Yep. With the officials. That, no, I didn't say that out loud. You two honey badger takeaways. I mean, that's... Drew, you forced three fumbles yeah. and got two. Mm-hmm. You get an interception. You just, you know, it was, it was such a frustrating day because I always, I mean, I always try and reference back in, in some point to. I can only like justify my feelings in my head if I can if I can bring it back to something that I can remember. And mm-hmm. I just remember my last game I ever coached. We were in a playoff game, and it was the first time in school history. It was really cool. We were in the playoffs. You'd think at that point everything would be gravy, but my guys were wound so tight because it was like they wanted to do so well that night, and we just didn't – we just did things that we hadn't done all year. Do you think that's what happened? Do you think it was just a matter of tightness I think for, for Deshaun? I think there was – I think there were a couple couple things at work. And we're, well, hold on, hold on. Before we get in, we're going to dive into this. We're we we're going to do some tidbits that we you know haven't been really talked about from the game yep. that was, and then we're going to do three – if this happens against the Titans, the Texans will win. We're going to do that later on. But before we do, we want to make sure you check us out on iTunes, TuneIn, or Stitcher. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a comment. Leave some uh, a star rating because we want to get better. We want to hear the feedback. We want you to love us. Most of all, though, we just want you to listen. So please check us out there. But back to what you were saying. I, I asked you, was it a little bit of nerves? Do you think it was a little bit of nerves? And he said, you know, I was my energy was kind of in the wrong place. I, I, I would care. He said it was low, but I think it was probably not low. It was probably just in a misdirected place. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, well, you know what it was? Because I saw him beforehand. I saw him pregame. He looked like the normal Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he did. But I think the one thing that the one thing that stayed with me was the fact that he, you know, last year he was – more sort of even keeled. It felt like he was carrying kind of the weight of the world, especially in the first half on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And when they had when they, the fumble took place right off the bat, and the thing was, it, when you when you do zone read or RPOs and different things you do, and there's mm-hmm. going to be a ball, there's going to be a decision with the ball in the running back's belly. Those things, it, it, it can happen. He made the right read. Vanoy crashed in. He had a blocker out. I mean, it would have been a pretty significant gain on first yeah. down. But you know. If fans and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. I'll say this, man. Like, he didn't play well, but if that – and that's that's the – I would say that's the main reason you lost. Your quarterback didn't play well. But if that's the main reason you lost to those guys and you still had a chance, you know, tying it at the end and going to overtime, I'll take I'll take it, man, because that guy's not going to have many bad games. He's no, gonna he's get not. It, he's going to get it fixed, and I'm not, I just, not too worried. I, my, my biggest deal – well, you know, after the fumble, he kind of laid on the ground. It was like – 
instead of just like, dang it, I made a mistake. Right. I mean, you know, and, and I don't even know it was it was his mistake. It was just the two of them didn't communicate with it, and it felt like he was carrying. Look, he is he is, and I don't know what he listens to, but you're 22 years old. I'd imagine you hear some things. Mm-hmm. He's been on the cover of magazines. He's been talking about how he can win the Super Bowl in this town. A lot of pressure has been heaped on him yeah and he's the kind of guy that I don't worry about as it pertains to that but in the first game up there where you really want to make a statement and you're back and you're healthy and you got your guys with you not all your guys and I think that was one of the one of the factors Mm -hmm. it really took to the second half for him to I think settle in yeah and once he got settled in that drive at 24 to 6 that they took and they got some good run game and then he hit a couple of dart bullet throws that ended up being like 12 yards or more gains. Yeah. That's when I felt like, okay, now we're settled in. Now now we're all right. At the end, when it took him a little little while to get in the end zone, I look, look, that was frustrating. It's probably frustrating for him. You know, the quarterback draw, people say, you know, bad call. They, they, were, they had the Patriots right where they wanted them, but – Keep in mind, you had a new left tackle who hadn't really been practicing with the first group. Right. And you call a play, maybe he's not accustomed to hearing because I could tell because I watched him and he wasn't sure who to block and two guys kind of poured right past him. Yeah. If he knows which guy to block, then, you know, who knows. But Yeah, maybe there was a better play call there, but it, that, if, you're leaving the, if you're leaving the ball in, in his hands, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay you know, with and that. It just, that just didn't work but out. But it just way. felt like just, you know, just a little bit out of sync all day and – I think about that a lot as a, you know, like a machine, like a, a fine-tuned mm-hmm. you know sports car. Like everything's got to be running just right. But if it is, whoo! But yeah. if there's just a, it's just a tick one way or a tick the other. That's the way it felt. And going back and watching the all twenty-two, you could see it. You could see it was just a tick off. And here's an example of that. It was seven to nothing after the Patriots had scored. The Texans got the ball on the next drive, and they had third and five. I think it was. I think it was third and five, third and six. And Griff is at the right tight end spot, and he goes down. He's going to run it, run an in route at about I don't know fourteen, fifteen yards, and it's there. Yeah, because they had trips on the other side. Yep, yeah, I just saw it. And yeah. De- and McCourty knows where Hopkins is, and that's where he's looking. And Deshaun moved him with his eyes. Yeah, he first looked at Griffin, then he looked over there. So McCourty then turns. So he's just got to. He knows he's got to put it in a spot, and Griff stumbles. Yeah, he just lost his footing. Mm-hmm. But the ball's on the money. The ball is right on the money. But it's just, again, he just stumbles a little bit. He can't – if he maintains his balance, Griff is 6-6. He catches that and turns up field. And even if he just slides underneath the catch right there and makes the catch, done. It's okay. It's first down. And now you're – now, okay, you get in your groove a little bit earlier. But it just took a little while. It's kind of like a you know that fine sports car when you're – you know it's a, auto, uh, it's a stick. And so you got to try and find fifth gear. And you're kind of grinding, kind of grinding, kind of mm-hmm. grinding. And it took to the second half to kind of really find – Fifth gear, and then they then they moved it. Okay, and I think they'll be they'll be much better going forward as a result. I'm with you, and what I want to do now, and what I think we're going to do the rest of the way on on Tuesdays this year on this podcast is we're going to pull a few tidbits. We're going to say three today, but tidbits from Sunday that not really many people are talking about, uh, or they're just not getting a whole lot of attention. But I want to start with one. To me, okay, people are saying, "Oh, he didn't play well. He didn't play well," but Jadeveon Clowney, I thought, played pretty well. It looked like the Pats, A, were staying away from him. Yep. You know, running plays away from his side. And then when they did go at him, they were going at his knees. They were going at his shins. Oh, yeah, which of is that's, that's a way to slow him down. Definitely. I, I 
I worry about the rest of the way because I worry about other teams picking up on that and doing some things. But he was he was active, and he was because of his the attention paid to him. I thought other guys started getting going later in the game because yeah. of that. Yeah, I think there were a couple of plays where you could really. There was one run play off to the right side. And Clowney blew somebody up. Yeah. And I, I may have been Thuney. I can't remember. But somebody tried. They ran a zone play to the right. And Clowney just blew. Clowney blew up our guy and two of their guys. Yep. And they just That's went what he down. does. Yeah, he does. I mean, and there were times where, and, and, you know, look. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan and you're listening, I'm about to say something. They, they held him. Significant he, amounts, which happens every game. He gets held all the time. JJ gets held. Oh, I mean, JJ was mangled. Yeah, he, he should have been. I mean, he got he he. Oh, it was a wrestling takedown by Marcus Cannon. And it was that was the a, one where he basically got tackled? Clowny got tackled from behind. Is that the one? No, you're no, not about? that one. That was that was uh, Waddell. Wait, uh, right. Uh, Waddle. Yeah, that was Waddle yeah. who tackled Clowny. But yeah, okay. Yeah. But earlier in a uh, earlier, no, a little later in the game, JJ's rushing from the left side. So he's going against Marcus Cannon, and JJ JJ has this knack of dropping the inside shoulder and getting really low. Yeah. So he did to get by Cannon, and Cannon just grabs him and just puts him in the turf. JJ got up and got in Carenti's face and mm-hmm. was like, "How can you not call?" It? I mean, he was. I've never seen JJ so mad in a game. Like he was. Don't blame furious. him one bit because that's a common common thing with him and oh, with no Those question. guys get held. Repeatedly, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's burned the Texans. It burned the Texans last year at LA. Yep. I mean, the the big touchdown, Clowney was clearly held. But uh, okay, that's so that's one tidbit on Clowney. That's okay. one. Okay. I got another tidbit. You tweeted about how Matthew Tyron Matthew is a football playing dude. You talked yep. about how he took on a linebacker and let McKinney get loose. I love that. I love the two two uh, takeaways. You know what else I loved? Second half. There was a play where it was kind of finishing up, and he was around Gronkowski, and he basically tossed Rob Gronkowski to the ground. Yeah, yeah. So the smallest player on the Texans tossed the biggest player on the Patriots to the ground, and it was hilarious. I mean, yeah. I, I love – I'm glad this guy is on our team because this guy is a leader. You saw him getting animated on the sidelines, but mm-hmm. you know what? That guy can do that. He's got the skins on the wall. He's a he captain. These guys trust him. He is – a leader. I am really happy that he is on the team. I was happy when it happened back in March, but now after one game and after <laughs> seeing the preseason and the offseason, yeah. I love it even more. Yeah, absolutely. And the the play that I referenced, the Patriots, I, I knew the Patriots would do something because they have these running backs. They had Rex Burkhead, and Jeremy Hill unfortunately got hurt for them. But they have Rex Burkhead and they have James White, and those two I think are a really good combination because you yeah. can't play them together. And so what the Patriots did was they put Burkhead in the right slot. And they had White with Brady. Then White shifted out into the left slot. And when he did that, Dylan Cole went out with him. But then they shifted Burkhead back to Brady, next to Brady. Yeah. So it's they were kind of looking at each other like, what do we do? And Tyron stepped in at linebacker. And then they ran power at him. So basically they blocked down. They brought a guard around. And Tyron recognized it right away and just shot, just shot the gap. And in doing so... He took on Joe Tooney, and Tooney, listen, Tooney's got about 100 pounds on him, uh-huh. if not more. And Tooney took him and moved him about two or three yards. But in Tyron doing that, he took Tooney's block away from Bernardrick McKinney. Mm-hmm. And BMAC was able to shoot the gap and tackle Burkhead for a one-yard gain. Uh, and that was all he got to set up a third down. And it was just a brilliant play. I mean, it, I, I saw it, and I was like, 
I remember seeing it live, and I lost him in the in the. I just remember BMAC making the tackle. When I saw it on film, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's a brilliant play!" Because he's got to step in. Now he's got to play inside linebacker, but he's got the knowledge and he's got the football sense to know how to play it and play it well. So that's a good one. All right, give me another one. Okay, final thing is, I think special teams. If they play like they did Sunday, the special team is going to win you two more games alone, just on what they did yeah. quietly. They did not not now the forced fumble by by that Batamosi got that was awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about every single return, kickoff and punt. If it wasn't a fair catch or it wasn't a touchback, every other time the ball was returned, it was for plus yardage, meaning yep. it was you got like seven eight yards on a punt return, or you're about four or five yards beyond. The the uh the touchback you know you're like yeah, around the twenty seven to yeah. thirty that's good that we how many times last year oh, I, I, on kickoffs oh. did we see a return out of the end zone and they get it to like sixteen seventeen so you're already giving yourself ten eleven more yards starting there and then when you punted aside from the block which was bad aside from the first punt that he had you didn't get they didn't return any punts mm. because you got you did a good job you got your guys under it or you downed it inside. And then the kickoffs were touchbacks, which was good because Cordero Patterson can burn you. And he Cordero, had one return, and, and rookie Peter Kalambay ended up making a tackle. So. Great, great play. Yeah. I mean, special teams, especially coverage, mm-hmm. looked really, really good. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that, Drew. The uh, Okay. And if that holds, you win two more games this year. Yeah, you're, right, of you're right about that. All right, you ready for mine? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, number one, you mentioned Tyra Matthew. I'm going to mention Kareem Jackson. <laughs> Kareem was fantastic. And I'm telling you, Kareem – makes the interception on the touchdown throw to Gronkowski if Zach and, – and look, this is difficult because you got a linebacker that doesn't yeah. normally play man-to-man coverage like that. But if Zach understood that he had help on the inside, then if he could get to where he was on the outside of Gronk, yeah. then then Gronk would have to move further in. The throw would have to move further in. Kareem picks it off. He read it perfectly. Yeah. Kareem read it perfectly. But beyond that, Romo made a good call on that, by the way. Like, did you watch the game broadcast? No, I haven't. He I he talked about that, and he made a. I mean, he was really good. What What did he say? Basically, what you just said. Oh, okay. I mean, it was um, it's good coverage, but if you'd have just yeah. But Kareem Kareem makes a great break yeah. on the ball, uh, and that's unfortunate because I think because if Kareem timed it perfectly, if he gets there and makes the pick, it's to the house because mm-hmm. the only guy to catch him is Brady. Yeah, it's it's the hundred yards to the house. And I would imagine there's some blocker going to get in front. But either way, I thought he was great at safety. He made a number of key tackles at the line of scrimmage. Forced two fumbles. He, he, he the one on Gronk. Gronk had fumbled since 2012. Yeah. Uh, the one he forced on Burkhead right after the Gronk catch, the controversial catch. That's the way things go for the Texans. Up oh, there. my gosh. Force a fumble right into their hands. He was, he was fantastic. He also forced an incompletion on third and five when Brady was looking up James White. They ran a little out route trying to pick him off, but Kareem was able to dart in front. If this is how it's going to go at safety for Kareem, do not think about moving him back to corner. Please, he had good, please don't. He, he had good coverage on the catch, too, that Gronkowski pulled down. The you know, Texans, there was the idea, hey, you should probably call timeout. He yeah, had yeah. pretty good coverage on that one, too. Well, I mean, you he's know? the one that at the very end rips the ball away yeah. from Gronk and said, like, look, which is interesting if they had last year's rule. But either way, uh, don't worry, talk, but Kareem, I thought, was – I loved was, it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Man. Kareem was good. fantastic. Dylan Cole needs to be on the field as much as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. He, there were at least two times that I remember in the game where he pointed after Brady came up to the line of scrimmage, said something to his offensive line, or before he snapped the ball, 
where Dylan pointed. There was one time I remember in particular. One time it was a quarterback sneak, and he pointed out like he knew it. The second time he pointed, he looked at B-Mac, and he pointed, he's like pointing at him right to his right-hand side. He's like, right here, right here, right here, right here. And they ran the ball right where he was pointing. Yeah. He ran down Patterson on the play that Kevin Johnson unfortunately got hurt on. He ran Patterson down from behind and kept that from being, I think, just a two-yard gain yeah. or a short gain. He had help on that tackle. He covered Gronk uh, one time, and I held that to a short gain. Dylan Cole needs to find a way on the field. I don't, I don't know He's who comes to. off, but my gosh, he was good. I'm, I'm glad you bring I, that I up like because him. in the preseason, uh, before the Los Angeles game, we did yeah. a production meeting with Spencer Tillman and Kevin Kugler and Vanderbilt yeah. was in there. Bill O'Brien said, uh, we're not going to play him tomorrow, Dylan Cole, because he's kind of got a little bit of a hip thing, and we don't we don't want to do it because why do we want to get one of our best players hurt? You know when he doesn't need this action. Yeah. But he called him. He's one of our best players, is what O'Brien said. Yeah. And you see he's, why he's ridiculous. You saw it. I mean, you saw it last year. The flashes. You yep. saw it in the time he played. He played quite a bit in Kansas City in the preseason, and he was mm-hmm. making plays. Yeah. But you see it. It's and the stuff you talk about on Sunday. He's one of your best players. So. Yep. That's very, very encouraging. What we've seen, he's second-year guy. You got, you got to take off the, or take that idea of your in your head. Not saying you, John, but right. in general, the idea that he's pretty good for an undrafted guy. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. He's he's pretty just good. good. He's a good football player. Period. Yeah. In the sentence, like just stop mm-hmm. it right there. Mm-hmm. That dude, I, I love, I love the way he plays yeah. and his football intelligence. I mean, his intelligence, but just his football intelligence is off the charts. I mean. This guy's got he's got to stay healthy. I mean, he really does. He does so much for this team. It's unbelievable. The the last one is that this rookie class they were all playing and making impacts, man. All of, I mean, Except Martinez so so it starts with Justin Reed. He has a pass breakup on Gronk. Yep. He then has a couple of nice tackles throughout the game. Played played solid. Then you got Martinez Rankin, who so had to step in at left now tackle. Now he's your starting left tackle. Yeah. He might be your left tackle for the next ten to twelve years potentially. Yep. Uh, look, he he had some moments that were were rough, but overall, the arrows pointing up. There's yeah. no question. Jordan Aikens had a couple of catches, and I thought he looked okay getting open. There were a couple times where he was breaking open. Mm-hmm. Just if the, if the line could have held up just a little bit more, if Deshaun could have had just another half second of time. Yeah. Then Aikens could have made a couple other catches if Deshaun had found him. But Aikens had a couple catches. Then, you know, QT's the one we need back. We need QT back. There's and no question about that. watch out if you haven't seen this guy play. Then in the sixth round, you got Jordan Thomas, the aircraft carrier, who makes a great catch. And, I mean, he runs by, runs by Patrick Chung. Mm-hmm. Run, like, Chung is standing still. I think the Texans probably wish they could have a- Gone to him a little bit more. Yeah, I in think retrospect. so. I think so, and I and I think that will happen throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I'm not too stressed about that. But Jordan Thomas, Peter Calambay goes down and special ends up making his tackle, tackle on special of the team. I mean, he's Aside the only one that had a tackle yeah. on kickoff. Yeah, because he only ran one one kickoff back, so he had that. And then Duke Edgefor, who's been fantastic in the preseason, was was hurt with a hamstring. So when those two guys, QT and, and Edgefor, come back, you're going to get contributions from your entire yes your entire draft class. And we sat here and did it in the lab, and you asked me a question. You said. How many – this is a good draft if – and I said if you get one impactful starter, you could end up having two or three yeah. this year out That's of that huge. whole group. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Hey, I want to I wanna do a, a, an honorable mention, and you can if you too, if you want to okay. also, but I'm sure we'll throw this in. I actually thought the o- O-line on the whole looked okay, man. Yeah. I thought they looked okay. I thought Watson had a lot of time and just kind of got swallowed up because of too much time. I thought – you can't block forever, but I thought they gave him some time, man. And then yeah. the, you, 
what they did in the run game speaks for itself. Yeah, but I th- pass protection. I thought they weren't weren't too bad. We you echo the sentiments of Coach Bill O'Brien, and you ask Bill, and he's like, "Look, I, when you when you look at the numbers and you see twelve hits and what was it two or three sacks." Mm-hmm. People are apt. Oh, the offensive line played horrible, but oh. you ran for almost 107 yards, um, and almost averaging almost five yards a carry. And yeah, he did take he did take some shots, but during the game, you got to change your left tackle to right tackle because your right tackle gets hurt. So now you got two different tackles than you started with, and you still were able to protect fairly well for the most part. He did give. He did. They did give Deshaun some times. Look, the the pocket collapsed and is going to collapse. But you talk to coach about it and, and you can see this on the all 22 look sometimes receivers just just weren't open yeah they just they just didn't get open they had the right scheme call on that there were times that was definitely the case and look there were some times when you know Deshaun had to to uh you know he on the, the interception you know he had he had a lot of time on that and one guy just leaked through if Deshaun can make that guy miss he probably has two or three more seconds to decide and if he has that time maybe he flips one out to somebody who knows but yeah, you I thought six, the offensive line set. overall like it wasn't a, it wasn't a perfect 10 don't get me wrong I'm not arguing for that I know you're not either Drew but it's a lot it better than solid. what we saw last year without and... a doubt I'm telling you Zach Fulton on power plays hammers dudes <laughs> hammers dudes uh Sneel Calamete I think is going to be a solid player he got beat on one play for a pressure, but Deshaun got the ball before that guy got there. He's going to be solid. Nick, I think, looks better than he did last year. And the two tackles, look, Julio's going to get better. But I'm telling you right now, guys are going to bull rush him until he proves he can hold up against it. He's got to hold up better against the bull rush. But Martinez, he gave up one sack when Wise, I don't know what happened. He just lost outside and Wise beat him. But other than that, I thought Martinez held up pretty well. I think you're going to be okay. There. I think we're going to be all. I think the offensive line fine. is going to get better and better by the week. They do have to add some depth. Because of the injury to Chantrell. Mm-hmm. But I hate it for Chantrell because in the plays that I watched him, you could see him do things at his size where you're like, whoa, yeah. holy smokes. And he came in and really fit in well yes, with these guys. Very much so. They all talked about, uh, at least four or five of them, the offensive linemen, talked about how he, Henderson, talks the most trash. <laughs> and they said Big Trell, he can see, he, he's, got a, he's got a good motor there as far as his mouth goes. It's funny. To hear that now, it's it's a bummer that he got hurt. Yeah, it. I mean, it really is. The uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have an honorable mention, and I'm gonna give it Good. to I'm gonna give it to a drive. Okay. The 24 to six. This is how I remember. 24 to six drive. Mm-hmm. The Patriots had taken. It was 21 six. Held into a field goal. Made 24 six. And it was almost as if they got together on the sideline and said, "F this, let's go. Let's move some bodies." And that's what they did. And they did. They moved yeah. some bodies. Deshaun hit a couple of throws on the drive. Yep. Even when they had to move back, he hits hop to get it down to the one, and then they powered on in with blue. And yeah. Aikens on that play, Aikens and, and Rankin, well, basically Aikens takes Chung and puts him on his wallet. Yeah. And blue just waltzes on in. It's like that's the drive where I went, okay, yeah. yeah. This this is what it can look like. Okay, let's move on to uh, some if this happens, the Texans beat the Titans. But before we do, just want to say this. Um, Alfred Blue catches a lot of heat social media-wise. Alfred Blue looked really good. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Alfred Blue looked really, really good yeah. Sunday. Okay. If the Texans get two takeaways, not three like they did last week, if they just get two takeaways this week, they will beat the Titans no matter what. This is a different ball of wax than what you had to face up in New England. Two takeaways. That's it. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. I I think I, I'd be curious to know what their goal is for a game. But if they get two, 
keep in mind the Texans had two. The Texans offense had two turnovers in the first half. Yep. Interception, the fumble. Second half, clean. Didn't have any turnovers. Took care of the football much better uh, in the second half. I just felt like in the second half they settled down more. And I think when this group is settled in, look, Deshaun's going to take his shots. He's going to turn. He's going to throw an interception. I was going to say that you're going to probably get one or one of those. Again. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. I, and that that doesn't that doesn't scare me. In fact, I didn't when he threw it deep. The only thing I didn't. I really didn't like. There wasn't anything I didn't like about that play. Yeah. It was like I've we've seen that play before. He just the same play the that pass. ran at Seattle. He just missed the pass. They That's ran all. that play at Seattle. They ran against Tennessee last year. They ran against Kansas City. They hit on that play all year last year, and the Patriots played it perfectly. So you, you give them some credit for that. But um, but you, if you get two turnovers, you're you're gonna you're gonna beat this squad because this that that offense for Tennessee cannot. It cannot withstand two turnovers because if you put, let's say you put up ten points on the board, I I think they're sort of going uphill against you anyways. And you put two, you put ten points at a minimum on the board. Maybe you get big points on both, but let's say seven to ten points off two turnovers. I, I don't think they can come back from that. If the Texans get two rushing touchdowns, they beat the Titans. I would think you'd ha- you'd match that with a couple of throwing touchdowns to make it twenty eight. I don't know that the Titans are going to be able to get twenty eight. And it, now, because I'm saying that if you've done that, I think you. I mean, hey, you could have gotten down there because of the pass, and you just get a little. I think you're if if you're running the ball in like that and you're running against them, that's taking away their strength. I don't think they're going to be able to run as much. No, I don't think so. I, the, my curiosity is, do they go with Deion Lewis more? Because Deion Lewis was fantastic against the, the yeah. against the. Dolphins, and you, and not, 16 for 75. And you're not just saying as a runner. I know you just said 16 for yeah. but you're saying out of the backfield catching passes too, right? Yeah, he had, five, he had five for 35. So he had 21 touches for 110 yards, if my math is correct, which Henry, Henry caught one pass out of the backfield. Now, Henry heard us last year on a 75-yard run. And, oh, by the way, that better be a play that we're ready for because it will happen uh, at some point, even though it's a new offensive staff, new scheme, the whole thing. But – if the Texans run two in, I'm I'm pretty confident that they're gonna have they'll have they'll have the W. I would love to see a defensive score. That would be kind of nice, but I kind of feel like passing game wise, look, they're they're better in the secondary with Malcolm Butler on one side, Logan Ryan they have had now for a couple of years, but they don't have Jonathan Cyprian safety, and he kind of keeps everything together back there. Now Bayard's a ball hawk, but I still think that if you've got Will Fuller back. I'm curious to see how you want to cover him because Dory Jackson has proven all the way that all the way back to the days of USC and Notre Dame that he can't cover Will and stay with Will. Yeah. So you can put Butler on him. Maybe, maybe they put Butler on him. Well, then you're going to have to give a lot of help to Logan Ryan because last year when you put Logan Ryan one on one with Hopkins, he whipped him. My point in all that is, I think they put a couple of touchdowns up on the board, and I think it comes from the tight end group. I was dang it, John. It's coming from the tight end. You, group. You're talking about Hopkins and Fuller. I really think it's gonna these one of those three, if not two of those three, are gonna feast. Uh-huh. I, I really, really do. I really, really do. Yep. Okay, John. It's been a good 26 minutes with you. We'll go in the lab next week. We could go for 46 minutes. I, uh, we could go for four hours and 46 <laughs> minutes. That's you really want. true. It's always fun to do this. Uh, I feel like. I wish I could record some of our stuff that you and I say on the sidelines and on the airplane when we're coming back from games because that would make a really an even better in the lab, but it'd be a little too colorful, I think. You know? I think probably so. Yeah, yeah, we probably wouldn't want that. Thanks, partner. And one uh, final reminder to all you sweet listeners out there, please, if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a, a, a rating, leave us a comment because we love you. 
We want to get better, and we want you to listen. So long.